Welcome to the Party with Lance podcast. Starting the party in three, two, one. Here we go. Yes, hello, and welcome to episode three of the Party with Lance podcast. It's me, Lance. I mean, um, who? what if someone else was hosting this? Like, it was like Party with Lance podcast hosted by Steve, you know? That would be, you know, I guess. Anywho, I want to say uh, thanks, everyone, for uh, listening. Uh, thanks for uh, checking it out. If you like the podcast and you want to uh, leave a review or rate it on iTunes, that would be most cool, uh, or just enjoy it. Also, I'm on social media and all the things. You can find the podcast on there and also just my other stuff, um, shows and whatnot. I'm at Party with Lance, so you can go to partywithlance.com or on any social things at Party with Lance. So, oh, also, uh, I have a Patreon. Uh, if you like this podcast, want to th- uh, throw a few bones to the podcast, uh, you know, for uh, perhaps future audio equipment or uh, some other stuff like that uh, around the pod, that'd be great. It's the same thing, patreon.com slash partywithlance. So everything's party with Lance, and I just want to say thanks. Uh, some upcoming dates here. I will be uh, I will be this weekend in uh, Hanover, Pennsylvania at the Church of Satire Comedy Club. Uh, I'm going to be working with my man, Luke Thayer. He is headlining, and I will be featuring and uh, looking to, looking forward to spending some time with Luke there in uh, in uh, Hanover, PA. Also, next week, I'm going to be in Iowa for uh, a few shows. I'm going to be Wednesday, December 11th at, uh, in Dubuque, Iowa at a casino there. And I will also be uh, the, the 13th and 14th, I guess, to Friday and Saturday. I will be in Cedar Rapids at Penguins Comedy Club. Also, uh, I'm going to be in Frederick, Maryland, January 5th at the Cellar Door. I'm going to be going down there um, with my dudes, Brendan Fitzgibbons and Scott Sharp. Um, Awesome venue. We always have a a great time down there. And also, if you're in New York, always got shows. Uh, Social media is probably the best place to check because I'm always, I'm a little slow on my my website uh, just because shows come in so last minute in New York all the time. So, for New York shows, you can check the website or also at Party with Lance. So, thanks everyone. Uh, Thanksgiving is over. We're back from Thanksgiving. Um, my uh, here's what I've learned about Thanksgiving is that everyone is everyone thinks their family is wacky, right? Everyone's like, "Oh, my family, we're the craziest." Um, I don't know if that's true. I think, or, or, or I think every family is crazy. You just think yours is crazier because you know them, right? Like, everyone in the world's got a front out there. Like, but your family is crazy, but it's not, I don't know if it's any crazier than anyone else's family. It's just you know your family more, so, uh, you know, it's a little more in-depth on that, like that, you know? So, anyway, I just want to say I hope everybody, uh, everyone had a great Thanksgiving, um, and now we're back. We're back into a normal life, I guess, until the next the next holidays come around. Um, I have a tip. I want to give a, a Lance tip. I will say, uh, be careful about standing up too fast. Something that's been happening to me uh, recently is I've been standing up way too quick. It happened to me three times in like a week. I just stood up really quick, and then I got dizzy. You know, you see like a black, uh, comes over your eyes, like a black, um, uh, almost like a tunnel vision type thing. So I want to say, be careful of standing up fast. Uh, 
just realized I'm really hungry doing this podcast. I haven't eaten in a while, so whew, I feel like I'm getting low on energy. I'm trying to, d- to deliver the energy, and I feel like uh, my stomach's doing like a rumbles. So whatever. Uh, maybe that's why I'm getting dizzy from not from not standing up, uh, from not eating. But try not to stand up too fast because you do. You could get dizzy. You know, it always feels like uh, a couple times like I stood up and I had to just like like lay into something, you know, like, like a bed or a wall. Cause I was like, Whoa, you know, I said too quick. So the Lance tip for the week, don't stand up too fast. Be careful. And also don't, why are we going so fast anyway? You know, we're all moving too fast. Take it easy. Take it slow. You deserve it. Also, I want to, I want to shout out one of my, I don't know if it's shouted as a word. I'd like to tell you about one of my worst fears. Um, one of my worst fears is getting stuck in an elevator. It's never really happened to me at the level that, I know people who has who it has happened to. A couple of times I've been stuck in an, in an elevator, 15 seconds, you know, 20 seconds, maybe, I don't even know if 30 is enough, but 15, a couple of times, you know, you, you ride an elevator, you ride an elevator up, and then it's time for your floor, your floor to go, uh, it, you're there, and then it doesn't open. It just sits there, and it's like, it's almost like it's off, and you're like, what just happened in here? Um, it's happened to me twice where I was in there for like 20 seconds, 15, 20 seconds in in my old place where I used to live in Harlem. It's a six story building. I lived, I lived on the fourth floor and they had an elevator there. And one time I went up and, uh, I, it was just me alone in there. I think what's scary is I don't, I used to like go for like play basketball outside and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take my phone or cause I'd be wanting to run around. Um, and I wouldn't have a phone. So that's where it's scary. So one time I was in there Fourth floor, I go up, and then it just stopped. And then I was like, I literally, it, the two times it's happened to me in elevators, I have started to scream immediately. Literally, if I think one second, it's like, I just like, I start shouting, and then it opened up like 15 seconds later. So, but it's scary. So I think key two is always take your phone in the elevator if you can. You know, that's a new thing now. Um, I, I think it's... Uh, I think it's important to take your phone with you if you can, because uh, I mean, my gosh, getting stuck in an elevator is so scary. Uh, and you hear stories around New York all the time of people who were stuck in elevators for a while because, like, the let's say they were the last person out at the end of the day, like at their job, and then like they it just got stuck, and then no one, there was no one there to like how, to get them out. So that's terrifying. So also, I don't know, if, I don't, you don't always, you don't always get service in elevators with your phone either, but it's just an additional backup. Like, ideally, you can hit the emergency button or like a call button or whatever. Or if you're in like a work building, maybe there's a camera where someone could see you. You could wave your arms or something, you know, uh, hoping the person is there, you know, is seeing it. Uh, uh, but take your phone for an additional backup. So another tip: ride an elevator is scary. There's a couple of elevators in the New York City subway. There's a couple subway like exits. Um, where you have to ride the elevator up, or it's like a super long walk to some. I, I, there's a couple times I've gotten out, and it seems like the only way to get up from the subway to the street, and vice versa, is an elevator. And they have these big, huge elevators. They must hold like 20 people, or maybe even more. But like, dude, those are terrifying. They don't have any windows, and it's like you're in the subway. And anyone who rides the New York City subway knows that like things don't go well, like a good a good chunk of the time. So that's that's terrifying to me. Riding a subway, literally, there were twenty people, and I just start panicking because there's no windows and there's no subway elevators. Very scary. I just want to say that I will always I'll go the long way and walk around, take a take a take a stair, take an escalator, 
but sometimes you can't. I think you have. To, I think some of the stops you have to ride the thing, and that's that's pretty scary to me. I would even I've even considered going to other stops so that I won't have to to ride that, and I'll just walk. I'll just walk an extra nine minutes or something so I don't have to ride that thing because to me it's very scary. Anyway, those are elevators. Also, I want to talk about something that that happens to me, um, and I think happens to to people. Uh, I get I get migraine headaches. Um, haven't had one in a while, uh, but but at least usually at least like twice a year, three times a year. When I was younger, I used to get them all the time. And I want to say, dude, I just want to describe a migraine headache for someone who doesn't have who doesn't get them. So it's basically uh, to me, it's kind of like. And, and everyone experiences a migraine headache differently, so I, I don't want to speak on behalf of everyone else who gets them. But when I get migraine headaches, so if you if you have a loved one or a friend who gets migraine headaches, this is what mine this is what mine is and how devastating it is. So maybe you could have a little you know just more understanding what that person's going through. My when I get migraine headaches, here's the best way I can describe it um, is. You ever go out drinking and then you say you you're hungover, right? You just wake up and it feels like. Someone is like your brain feels like a sponge, or luckily I don't I don't experience this too much because I, I I I that doesn't have I don't drink that much, but you know I have made some mistakes in life. I'm not a perfect human being. Um, you know when you're hungover, you wake up and it feels like your brain is smushy, or like someone is with a hammer and they're just pounding the front of your head, and then your body is cold, hot, uh, you know, whatever. It, it feels awful. That. To me is how I feel when I get a migraine headache. The only difference is I didn't get to do anything fun. That that's like because at least a, hung, a hangover. You're like what? Well, uh, you know, ideally you had a fun night. At least you had a, a few hours where you were king or queen, right? When you drink, there's like a two or three hour window where you're like, I'm I'm king of the world. I'm I like everything is fantastic. At least that's how I. Again, I guess alcohol probably also affects other people. Like, I want to fight everybody. And <laughs> I have like a two or three hour winter. I'm like, oh, the world is love and everything's fantastic. Uh, not that I don't have other issues, but uh, some people drink and I guess maybe they're like, oh, fuck everyone. I'm going to fight everybody. That's, I guess, sort of, and maybe different alcohol that, you know, I guess affects different people differently or whatnot. But when I get a migraine headache, it feels like I'm hungover, but I had zero fun. So it's like, and I end up usually like, I get real weird tunnel vision. Sometimes I see stars. And then sometimes I, uh, I'll throw up. I'll throw up for 24 hours straight uh, to the point where there's, like, nothing left in my stomach. Just, like, you know, literally, like, dry heaving green, like, whatever's deep within you, which is horrific. So just want to say when you get migraine headache, if you're around someone and you never experience it, that's what it is for me at least. And it, but the pain in your head feels like someone, you know, if you've been hung over like that, it feels like the, it's like, dude, you're like, just stop the pain. I don't care if I die. The pain is so bad. Uh, that's how it feels when I, when I get migraine headaches and it's, uh, it's just a really bad feeling. So just wanted to maybe describe something that maybe a lot, not other, you know, not everyone, uh, goes through or, or, or whatever. So that's that. Uh, what else would I like to talk about here? I want to talk about skateboarding. Uh, I am 36 years old. I still skateboard. I've been skateboarding since I was, I'm going to say four years old. I think I got my first skateboard or, or, uh, borrowed someone else's or, uh, I've been skating since I was four. So I'm 36. What is that? Uh, 32 years of skate, of skating. I love it. And, uh, oh, I want to tell a story. No, do I want to tell a story? I don't know. Maybe for a later one. 
skateboarding is a beautiful what i love about it is it doesn't cost a lot you can buy a skateboard there's different there's different levels of quality skateboard but you can buy a skateboard for relatively cheap and then you're good like that's it and you there are shoes you wear specifically depending on what kind of tricks you're going to a certain kind of sole and like the side of the you know rubber on your shoes so you can do tricks and stuff but in general it's like you buy a board you're good and you like and that'll last you for i've had i i I've got a skateboard I've had since I was, you know, uh, it's at least 20 years old. Uh, uh, 17, it's, when I get it, maybe a, yeah, it's at least 20 years old, this skateboard I have, and it's fantastic still, and you can get new wheels, new, you know, new bearings, new stuff, new trucks, whatever. What I love about skateboarding is it's so creative, you know, it's it's got like this counterculture kind of thing where people might, might, uh, you know, rebels or like dangerous, whatever, but dude, skateboarding is so awesome in that it's creative everybody looks at something differently like if there's a curb and you're skateboarding with your friends or alone or alone on a curb there's infinite amount of things you can do with your board and that curb or you know or like a parking curb thing you know one of those things when you park and it's in the front of your car there's infinite amount of things you can do and it's so creative because everybody looks at that differently it's like wow i could do this with the board and that with the board and that and that's amazing. It's it's like the most pure expression. There's no there's no wrong or right right way to do it. That's what I love about it. And then also when you're skateboarding, um, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's a little. I think I have to go to the doctor to get check my throat out because I feel like I always got some kind of maybe it's too much coffee, post nasal drip, or like I always got some kind of something stuck in there. But also the about being creative. Um, also, what I love about it is that when you skateboard, everybody can do it their own way. There's no, there's everyone's progressing at their own. When you see someone like trying a trick, let's say it's just an ollie or like a kickflip, like it might take people a day, it might take people months. And it's great about it is everyone's progressing at their own rate. And then it's like you could someone who's a like a high level skateboard doing all these tricks all these things can have just as much fun skateboarding alongside someone doing a very simple trick or a more basic trick rather because like everyone's progressing at their own whatever and, and like if you watch skateboard videos online people will skate and they'll they'll spend forever on tricks 50 tries 100 tries days like months trying to master like one trick jump off stairs make the board flip in a few different ways or whatever and then land it and it is such a like great thing for the human brain because it's like if you keep going, eventually you're gonna hit it. That's what I love about like watching skateboard attempts or skateboard. But you'll see someone just go over and over and over, crash, fall, board fly out. They get a you know a little bit of hurt, take a break, come back, but eventually they hit it, and that's awesome. It's like it just shows it's like anything in life. Eventually, if you just keep going at it, and you and you learn every time you do it. Every time you do that trick attempt. You learn, oh, my foot was in the wrong place. I went too fast, went too slow, a little too high, a little too much, a little too eager, a little too uh, jacked up, a little too. But eventually, it's just straight trial and error, and it's a personal win if it's just ollieing off a two-stair and then landing it, and that takes you five weeks to do, but you hit it, eventually it's like, dude, you, you, it's amazing that you can do that, that you can just keep going and eventually hit, hit, a, hit make it happen. So... I think it's the most one of the most beautiful things out there, and everybody can do it alone. And then it's just so fun to cruise to the freedom of a skateboard. Now, I guess I'm mainly talking about shortboarding here, but there's also longboarding, which I love as well. Um, there is a freedom to skateboarding that, like, when you're just going down the sidewalk or street or wherever you are, um, 
just cruising back and forth, flowing, whatever. It's one of the most free-feeling thing, especially in a city. Like, if you don't have a car, which a lot of people don't, right? Um, having a skateboard is like a freedom that you're not going to... It's almost, you know, it's like bike riding. More, I guess more people know bike riding because more people have learned it growing up than skateboarding. Um, but it's the same feeling. It's like the freedom of just hopping on your board or your bike and just going. It's like, you know, where, where in others, uh, you know, if you're not in a major city or maybe you're not, I don't know, but in a lot of major cities, right, like, right, we don't have cars. So, so, uh, a skateboard or a bike or a rollerblades or any of that thing is like, is your escape. It, it's an escape way. So, uh, I highly, uh, recommend skateboarding and I, I think it's, um, I think it's a quite a beautiful thing. So that's that. Oh, also, I live in New York City, and I want to say this. This is maybe an unpopular opinion, but I I am not a huge fan of Central Park. Uh, I know people love it. It's a beautiful thing. I understand I understand why it's such a good thing, uh, you know, and amongst all these buildings to have this huge park here is, is amazing. I, I even heard once, I don't know where I heard this, but I heard that, like, the value of it, because, you know, real estate is, like, immeasurable, because it's, like, one, all these buildings on Central Park, uh, what is it, Central Park... Uh, uh, South is that what that is? Like around 59th Street, those huge buildings are like billions of dollars. Like the penthouses of some of those are like a hundred million dollars or whatever. So, and that's just one building, and that's just one unit at the top. So I've I've heard, I've heard that the real estate of Central Park is actually like the it's immeasurable because it's so big and whatever, and all that's great. I'm gonna lay out why I don't like Central Park. I think I don't like Central Park. I, I've been trying to figure this out. Um, my girlfriend, we, sometimes we walk through Central Park. She loves it. She, it's like one of her favorite things, and rightfully so. It's a millions, millions of people's like favorite thing in New York, and I get it. But here's why I don't like it. I think I don't like it because um, I, I, I like I always like water better. I feel like because it moves. I like rivers. I like I love the ocean. I like lakes, although I guess that can move less depending on what river flows in and out of it or whatnot. But I love the ocean and rivers because it feels like it flows to me, and it feels like it feels like nature's moving. The part Central Park is enclosed with the city, and it just feels like almost fake to me. It's so well groomed, and it's so there are some like wooded parts of it, but it's so well groomed. I feel like I'm just like. I feel like I'm walking through like a man-made or a human-made, uh, you know, park. But I, it's just also there's so there's there is no water. There is a pond. There is I forget the name of the big pond in the middle. And there's a few ponds actually, but it just all feels there's like there's like uh, people like doing these like tourist boats in there. Everything just feels so touristy to me that it doesn't feel. I get that it's an awesome nature nature thing within uh, uh, this crazy. Uh, concrete city. I get that. But to me, it just still feels off. It doesn't feel like it's like true nature. Like where New York City, if you can get out via bus, train, car, whatever, there's like literally 20 minutes north of Manhattan or out to Long Island or parts of Jersey, there are, there are like legit woods. Like, so I'd, every time I'm in Central Park, I think I'm just depressed that like, I'm like, why didn't I just go like upstate? You could take a train upstate, you know, to like, uh, like Cold Spring or like not even that far, like just some towns that are like 30 minutes north or whatever, like just past even Yonkers and just past Yonkers, which all this is kind of just like north of New York City if you look on a map. Um, So I think when I'm in Central Park, I'm like, why didn't I just go to one of those places? Or like you could even go to Coney Island via the subway or far Rockaway, or you could take Long Island Railroad to Long Beach, New York. And I think, uh, you know, 
I'm just like, why? Or, or even walking, I, I even prefer walking along like the river in Manhattan or Brooklyn or Queens. So uh, like along the river there, like, uh, so every time I'm in Central Park, I'm like, man, I just wish I was like by on the edge of the water watching like boats go by and like the water. That's just more exciting to me personally. So I'm going to just say I'm not a fan of Central Park. It feels fake. Uh, it's a very unpopular opinion. Most people will fight you on this, but it's not for me. It's not for me, and I, I can have that. This is my podcast. I can have that opinion, you know? So if you want to hang out with me, Central Park's not my favorite. But if you want to go even down by Battery Park, down by, like, where the Statue of Liberty, you can see it from there, that's a better one. Dude, you got the huge, uh, what is that, the Hudson right there? And it may, I guess that's technically where it would connect with the East River, which I guess is all the same river maybe because it just splits. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I would much rather go to Battery Park down there or anywhere along the sides of Manhattan or the sides of Brooklyn down by uh, downtown Brooklyn-ish, like Dumbo, uh, that kind of area. Like, that's awesome. In Astoria, you got Astoria Park that's on the water there. I much prefer Astoria Park over Central Park. Uh, in Brooklyn, you got um, Prospect Park, but I don't know if that... I don't know if that's on water or not. I can't... I could be... I don't think it is. So, that, and that was actually fun fact, I guess, uh, depending on your definition of fun. That park is built by the same uh, designers of Central Park, uh, as far as I'm aware. Uh, it could be inaccurate of that, but I guess, you know, Google's there. So, um, yeah, I prefer the parks on the water um, and not enclosed and stuff, it, it, you know. So, anyway, not a Central Park fan. <clears throat> also want to say this about dogs. People love dogs. Um, I got to say, I don't have a dog, but if I were to get one, I would like to get a dog that's at least medium size. Sometimes I see people walking around New York with these little tiny dogs. Nothing against tiny dogs, but here's my fear about really tiny dogs. Some of these dogs are so small, I get scared. Like, what if I was in bed and I got out and I just, like, stepped on it? Like, and just, like, not to sound like whatever, but, like, that's... You want a dog that's at least medium-sized, you know, like... A small to medium, at least one that, like, if you get a, if you accidentally kick it in the head, like, not that you're trying to, of course, you don't ever want to hurt the animal, but you're getting up out of bed. These little dogs, I'm like, oh my God, what if that little dog was just sleeping right there? I didn't know it. So I think you want a dog that's at least medium size so that, like, if it, if it accidentally takes, like, a knee to the head, which, again, you, this is not the goal, this is not what we're trying to do, but it can, like, you know, have some, some, uh, subs, uh, it, it can have a, it, uh, maybe it's like it's got it's got enough body to like take the hit i guess um also in new york there's on the reverse of that there's people with huge dogs which blows my mind like space is such a premium in new york i don't know where these people got these huge dogs i don't think you want a dog that's so big uh you know it's got a tail to knock stuff off it's what it's just wagging its tail and like vases vases are are uh vases are flying off the table you know you don't want a dog also, I couldn't imagine, like, sleeping with a dog. Like, people like to sleep with their dogs. I couldn't imagine sleeping with a dog that's so big that, like, that, like it's, like, heavy, you know? Or, or, or it's, like, and it's just, like, I guess the bigger the dog, then you got a bigger mouth that's, like, more slobber. That's just, like, I think, anyway, what I'm saying is I think you want a medium-sized dog. I would think you want, like, just a good medium-sized dog. You can take a hit if you get out of bed in the middle of the night. And then it's also not going to, like, when it, those big dogs, when they jump on things, it's, like, Dude, they'll clear like a countertop, you know? So medium-sized dogs are what you want in my uh, in my opinion there. Also, I want to say this. I want to say, um, you know, be nice to everybody because, 
you never know when someone leaves your life, not even like in a death way, which it could be, but even just like moving away. Like I was on Facebook recently and I saw a friend of mine who had moved away because people just like evaporate, right? Like, especially like in, as we get older, we know so many people, people just like move away and get new jobs and do things. You don't even think about it. Cause like you don't see them. They're friends. Like maybe you don't see every day. You might just see like, you know, uh, once every couple months or, or whatever, or something like that. So I've had some friends that have moved away and, uh, I, I was on Facebook. I saw someone pop up. I was like, Oh, what are they up to? And, and then they like moved to a different city. And I'm like, now that I don't even think I'm going to have any interaction with them, I didn't even think about it. So I want to say just be kind to people. Like, it might be your only interaction with them. Like, you just never know. We think everyone's going to be around forever, but, like, they might move or they might get a new job. Or I, I just want to do a better uh, job of my own self of really being kind to people because it's like things are always changing. People are moving around, doing things or whatnot. So just a tip. Also, it's uh, – I want to say this. This is a, a positive thing of the week. Things take time. Um, I just said, I guess I just contradicted myself saying that, like, you got to be kind to people now. But, like, when you're working on something, maybe this is a little different. Things take time. I think we all, we have such a need for, like, if we're starting somewhere, like, I want it to be now. Like, uh, you know, I'm back in the gym because of the winter here as opposed to outside. And, like, even, like, your gains in the gym, like, for whatever your goals are, I guess, um, it, it, it's not going to happen overnight. One gym doesn't do it. Like, I want to really, like, get better. Like, things are about habits, right? It's like you create habits, and if you can stick to them, like, you will see progress, whatever it is. And, and the gym is a good example of that. Like, I'm, I, I've am i been in the gym, like, two weeks. I'm already starting to see a week and a half, two weeks. I'm starting to see, like, minor progress. You know what I mean? Not no one could really tell, but I, I can tell. I feel a little stronger. I feel a little a little, uh, just a little more confident, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, but, but I wasn't at first and, and, and I, I just trying to like, uh, highlight, like highlight, um, habits, you know, and, and kind of along with this or, or even whatever you're doing, let's say you're like a musician, you're trying to learn a song, like you don't learn a song or even down to the skateboarding, like the repetition of doing something, you learn every time, every if you're a musician, you're trying to learn a song, the more you play it, the more your fingers get it, and your brain attunes to that, and your finger muscles work, and your brain muscles, and all of a sudden, now you can play a new song, but you're not going to do it right off, so habits, I really want to get into like just having good habits, and you can stray from that from time to time, you know, it's more about like the overall 80-90%, what are you doing toward toward what you're working working on, so and speaking of Jim, I want to shout out my, uh, this is literally my favorite Instagram account, right? The social media is the world. Like there's an Instagram account, uh, called transformation freak. And what I love about it is it is people who, for the most part, um, people who are overweight and then have lost tons of weight and then post the before and after photos. There are a couple, uh, a couple on there, people who've gone the other direction, who are uh, maybe uh, malnourished or anorexic or something like that, who then have put weight on and now look healthy. And here's what I love about that is because it is literally my favorite Instagram account of all Instagram accounts because it's the most inspiring thing. If someone's 500 pounds, which I think most of us could agree probably not healthy, probably not for your heart, your body, right, even your mind, whatever, and then the transformation freak, they'll go from 500 to 250 or 200 or even, you know, 190 or whatever. Like that's mind boggling. What I love about this account is you look at it and you go, oh my gosh, that's like, it's just a brain thing. If they can do that, if they can do that 
from that, and then I can physically see, you can physically see the results. But that's a mind, that they had the habits, they changed their habits, they changed their mind in their brain to go, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to do that. And now, now it's like, it's such a physical improvement you can see on Instagram. And I love that because it's like, I'm, I'm not overweight. I've never, that's never really been one of my issues, but dear Lord, do I have a whole bunch of other issues uh, as a lot of us do that I'm working on. Uh, I'm working on having confidence putting this podcast out because I, I just don't feel good putting this out every week, but I'm doing my best at it. That's a, not a, a big issue, but I have a, a whole bunch of big other issues. I'm, you know, I'm in, I go to OCD therapy. I go to individual and group every week. I'm working on a lot of stuff with that. Now I'll, I'll delve into more of that on future episodes, perhaps. Um, but, uh, oh, what was I saying? I, I like that because it's a physical representation. You could see it, the evidence. So I'm like, man, if they can do that, like maybe with my OCD stuff or other problems, like what can I do? You know, it's like the most inspiring page. I, I literally encourage, I really want to encourage everybody to check out uh, Transformation Freak on Instagram. It's it's incredible. Um, yeah, so I want to change habits. I'm trying, I'm going to keep this episode a little shorter here. I might actually be done. I had some stuff I want to talk about, but um, I'm trying to keep this a little shorter. So last thing I'll just say real quick, if someone is hurting, uh, uh, it's because uh, if someone is mean, I, I, I've decided, or or uh, you know, mean to other people, or uh, I think it's just because they're hurting. You know, I think people only hurt when they hurt. Um, I know for myself, when I feel good, I'm nicer to, to everybody everywhere. So um, I I, I want to take the approach when I see something I don't like out of somebody, or like I'm like, oh man, why are they doing that? Like. I want to take the approach of like, well, they're just hurting. That's all it is. Cause I think the human spirit is love and kindness, and and that's how we're that's how we we come into the world. Um, and I think we just get so. I think anytime anyone's mean or upset, it's just because they're going through tough stuff. So I want to take that approach. I'm trying to at least. So there's something. All right, that's it for today. Um, I want to say uh, again, if, uh, if you want to leave a review on iTunes or rate it there, that's that that's really cool. And then uh, and on social media at Party with Lance, and uh, come out to some shows. I hope that's that's my favorite thing. And then and then come say hello. Okay, thanks so much for listening. And uh, I think I'm gonna record next week in uh, Iowa, so that'll be that'll be cool. All right, uh, have a great week, everyone. Goodbye.